in a serene hilltop. The sky is dipping slowly into the ocean. As you look at this beautiful scenery, taking in deep breaths, the intoxication of the nature's Welcome to the all new Thaiga podcast everyone. We are so happy to be back. I am your favorite host Being Brood and with me as always I have Bogus Noog. Bogus what is up my dear Noog? Nothing much Brood. Back to our usual programming after our uh, Bodagavaskar special. Yes. Concluded. Which was long due. Yeah, long, long overdue. Long long due. And apart from that, I also watched uh, Denis Villeneuve's Dune, mm-hmm. which was... Without me, twice. Yep, which was Should fantastic. have some shame professing it. It made the experience all the more better, actually. Stop lying, Bogus. Every single time, you just have to keep lying. What I'm not lying about is the movie is a work of art. Mm-hmm. It was really great, bro. Yeah, I mean, see, the idea was mine, mm-hmm. to be honest. I always had this idea of a civilization placed in the future, mm-hmm. which basically is a salvation of all the damage that we did. Mm-hmm. This was an idea that I always had. And then I have teleported this idea mm-hmm. across the universe until someone actually embraced it and executed it, made it into a piece of art way back so that in you the can 70s. enjoy yeah see time doesn't work the way you think it works yeah yeah okay it doesn't but what you might ask me mm. rather than asking me this dumb questions mm. is how brute how, how did you come with this idea you can ask me that no i don't i don't have to because i already know that time doesn't work in the way we think mm-hmm. and for those who are wondering what we mean we already did an episode on christopher nolan called yeah. the bane of christopher nolan bane of christopher nolan check it out and you should specifically check out the last 45 minutes okay why that, is that <laughs> So that, you know, people listen to the last 45 minutes in a 15-minute episode. Because time doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Now you're catching on. Yeah. Now you're catching on, Bogus. Mm. But you know where else time doesn't work the way it's supposed to work? Where? It's in the bathroom. Interesting. It's in a bathroom is where time just stands still. It's so beautiful. Get up in the morning, go to the loo. And boom, two hours just pass by. You mm. don't even know how. You don't even know why. The most important part, you don't even care. There is something. That two hours has just passed away. Yeah, there is something weird and interesting about the bathrooms. No, it's not weird, Bogus. Stop making it sound or look bad. No, weird in a good way, I mean. Use better words. Peculiar. Then. No, use positive words. Use positive connotations. like Positively peculiar. There is something so amazing mm-hmm. about the whole bathroom scenario. Beautifully strange. Beautiful. Don't have to add another, you know, adjective. Just one single adjective is enough. Okay. Something so lovely. Mm. Something so preposterous. All those words. I don't know what it means, but like, you know, yeah, you, you are the vocab it's Russian, guy. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, I love bathrooms. I love spending time in bathrooms. And the whole idea of these dunes concept mm-hmm. was one of those times that I was spending in bathroom. Like, what if, you know, mm. the human race becomes so dumb mm. that intelligent guys like me who are left have to like revive the civilization? How would I do that? And boom, the whole script of dunes just like popped up in my brain. It was so amazing. And I don't think we are alone in this because especially nowadays, mm-hmm. right, bathrooms are becoming a refuge almost for people of our generation. You know, whether it's at the workplace 
initially i thought okay it makes sense maybe it's just at the workplace but no it's even at home it's everywhere yeah it's everywhere bathrooms i don't know have this innate ability to like detox you from reality quite literally you're well, literally like yeah, yeah literally but you... also there is another aspect another dimensional detoxification that is happening which we want to go into into this like all kinds of detox like you're it's like it's like going through that scanner you know at the airports like say you you have change or pocket you have a lighter in your pocket or something right. and you go through a scanner and like uh uh-uh, uh go back drop the lighter drop your pants drop your pants yeah remove your belt yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and that's exactly what happens in a bathroom but it's only voluntarily you do that it's not even like somebody has to force you to do it yeah but you go into the bathroom and i'm speaking about the loose specifically it's mm-hmm. not like go into the bathroom take a shower right, right. brush your teeth and right. all but specifically when you're on the pot there's a different high you get on your own throne in the london mm. you know <laughs> however you say it when you go to london yep. i don't know why that is even a phrase like i like it though i, I love that yeah. <laughs> especially i think it's only in india yeah that they love the concept they of call it london london and you know yeah. what's what's for pp you know what's that? it's paris oh okay yeah Yeah. You, you want to go to number one it's paris if number two then it's london makes sense. I have zero idea but i think a lot of the fresh raw thoughts that i get mm. i think 80 to 90 percent of them come when i'm in doing the business so why i was just going to ask you that and you already answered it but i was going to ask you like why do you love it so much and why do you spend so much time there i don't know i don't even remember why i have that habit but as a kid like my father had this habit of keeping few books in the toilet okay okay it was a very weird thing actually mm-hmm. to like have a small shelf mm. portable shelf filled with like different books yeah okay and we didn't have phones back then right right so it almost became like a habit that if you have to go to the loo mm. you need something to read for me so you're expecting a long session already. no no it's just like you have to read something okay you just can't waste that time it was almost like that oh, okay and it might also probably be because i don't know there's no reason that will justify this but it was a habit mm. the habit was pick up a book or a magazine or newspaper whatever it was right you do your business and you're reading and now it's the phone now it's the phone i sometimes take like a comic book just to like be busy right that's how it started and then i started realizing when i maybe it is also a mixture of me reading while doing it mm-hmm. which kind of kept my brain active and it used to be amazing i just want to clarify for our listeners here we're not talking about a case of constipation or something like no that. no it's the regular it's the regular stuff yeah i had like really high metabolism so mm. i used to go like two three times a day as a kid mm-hmm. till i got treated i okay. don't know what the treatment was for also uh-huh. but you don't know what it was for but obviously it was for your psychosis but you know even stop I... using this fancy <laughs> word like psychosis it was for that's your why you don't remember it was electroshock therapy <laughs> <laughs> this was for your neuro psychic psychosis or something yeah. like that don't don't do that okay keep it simple in my case gap. it's quite opposite actually i don't spend a lot of time in the bathroom like on the loop mm-hmm. actually i spend the least amount of time i'm usually just in and one flow of motions like woof it's just out mm-hmm. and then i'm back out mm-hmm. you know i spend very little time but it's so weird that the most original or inspired ideas mm-hmm. you know i only happen to get there i don't get it anywhere else usually and it is also specifically on the pot right like it i heard a lot 
lot of people say that oh i was in the shower and i was thinking about it and i got this idea and mm. i'm like nah he was not on the shower yeah that guy was on the pot yeah i can make out by the originality of the idea <laughs> that <laughs> that he was on the pot yeah even i heard some people saying that you know they got some idea in the shower or something yeah. but it was always just like the... nicer way of saying that i was i was right. shitting yeah i was shitting yeah and then i got this idea and they can't say that i got this idea on a shit pot so they don't reveal it but this is what god was wondering and this is why we're doing the episode mm. if you tend to take slightly longer compared to me mm-hmm. and you tend to get ideas on the pot yeah i take barely any time but even i get my best ideas there yeah. what is it about the bathroom that is allowing this inspiration to like come through it's a very simple answer because i know you would ask this question so i came prepared it's just spiritual sacredness what <laughs> <laughs> that that the pot obtains uh-huh. with so many asses being on it no but it's your right, pot right you were talking about a dedicated yeah so throne. you're living in a house like i lived in a joint family right and it's like even an indian pot by the way mm. as a kid i was on the indian pot we didn't right, have right. this fancy western shit yeah i don't know like to be, to answer your question seriously mm. it's just a theory on the hindsight mm. i remember like almost every conversation which was about an idea that we had mm. either whether you shared it or i shared it or whatever yeah it was almost like by the way this was a bathroom idea yeah you know quite a lot of our podcast topic ideas are for example yeah are in the loop only that okay please don't mistake that we are not in the same bathroom like yeah, yeah. me and bogus are like <laughs> different bathrooms okay uh it got me to think and when i'm on the pod i get like some really weird thoughts which i would naturally not get yeah and they're very shameless also in fact mm. why i say that shameless they're not bad thoughts they're not evil thoughts is they're there... just curious right naive thoughts like for example i don't know if this ever happened to you but i once was thinking that and i, w- I was on the pot mm. and i was thinking what if somebody looks at me right now what would be how their first I, impression how do i look right now no what if somebody sees me uh-huh. like right now in yeah. the act and what would be their first impression okay you know it's not like how do i look maybe as a train of thought that would have come mm-hmm. but i was just thinking like what would you think like say if somebody has like an x-ray vision like superman right like he's just scanning for crime and boop he <laughs> finds you if he, he finds me sitting in the pod what is superman thinking yeah because you know most of the times i'm so blank i'm mm. so zoned out and it's so pleasant it's not like bad zone oh out. yeah yeah it's not like the zone out that you have in the middle of your work i know like yeah. you know just like hang your head back and like what the that's fuck that's almost like you're life? decomposing inside yeah and this is the opposite of that this is this is rejuvenate yeah you're just zoned out and you're like mm, what if like if this was but why not all those kind of questions right like i'm giving you a template of what kind of questions yeah, yeah, you yeah. kind of what kind of thoughts you get mm. and they're not even like a thought where i want an answer for this right it's just a fleeting thought there's no pressure there's only pressure downwards right and maybe that's how it works also if like if you can if you can somehow mm. misplace the pressure on in your head yeah. to your bowel right then maybe you're much more clearer i don't know how it works but you know there's no pressure for these thoughts of answering them mm. there is no pressure of doing it right mm-hmm. there is no pressure of oh what will people think right you know so Or, what what you're saying is you never really came to a conclusion to that question mm, that you had no and that's the beauty of it right because there is no 
no compulsion for a closure right right you're not searching for anything you're just letting it flow and maybe that's the whole you remember inspired, that's the secret to life yeah you remember inspiration episode yeah and this is exactly what we were thinking right like where does inspiration come from and yeah. why does inspiration come blah 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 mm. maybe if you actually think about it it's just about letting things be rather than trying to decode them dissect them try to be smart you know the biggest baggage we have is we got to look intelligent mm-hmm. we got to look smart we got to complicate we got to yeah we have to complicate things because simple things can anybody can do simple yeah. things and that's what we think what the reality is other way around doing simple things is much more difficult yeah but in london mm. you don't have that pressure you don't have that expectation the baggage with this long list of adjectives for mm. that mm. and which is what is actually needed and that brings me to the question like how come you're not addicted to the space like when you know that there's so many beautiful things that happen right on the throne you said like you don't take so much time yeah yeah it's not for the function mm. that i spend so much time mm. it's just because i'm there's the only place i can just be right and that is addictive for me got that no i'll come to that but there are a few things that you said that i want to go back to mm-hmm. one is the fact of letting things flow yeah. and um, you know not feeling compelled to come to a conclusion about something yeah anyone who tries to embark on a spiritual kind of journey into one of these oldest you know ancient uh, walks of life yeah eventually after a point after going deep enough they come to this philosophy which is ultimately you should not try to you know define things and you should yeah. not try to feel the compulsion of concluding on something but you should rather let it flow you should go yeah. with the flow kind of thing yeah and what you're telling is you just sit on the shit pot and this is what comes to you yeah so there is a very funny uncanny weird kind of shortcut that happens on the shit pot yeah which is what i'm trying to say and mm-hmm. the other thing that you said was you know maybe the fact that there is already a downward pressure that <laughs> needs to work like yeah. organically maybe that is freeing you up to think or maybe that is freeing up any other pressure in your mind that you're thinking freely mm-hmm. you know it it reminded when you said that it reminded me of uh, something they try to teach in uh, teach as a technique of meditation mm-hmm. which is it is way harder if you try to keep your mind completely blank at least when you're starting off you need to have one anchor point mm-hmm. one constant and usually that is focus on your breathing yeah. or something like that or focus imagine on, a fire imagine a candlelight exactly yeah. so actually focus on a candlelight in yeah. the dark room and let that be your anchor yeah. when you look at uh, because we mentioned nolan yeah. when you look at inception they have that one totem right yeah. so that is your one anchor to your reality Correct. and that is what keeps you grounded yeah. so this theme sort of keeps coming back and now weirdly enough we see a connection with the shit pot to this ancient wisdom yeah. and uh, meditation techniques it is meditation and by the way congrats for making shitting a spiritual act yeah thank you subscribe and share guys and share uh which for me it is it is yeah it is for me, for me going to the shit is probably i know a lot of people might find this very cocky or off putting off putting or vulgar mm. in fact and i don't blame them yeah. because we've designed to believe that the most important function which is excretion is somehow beneath you is unspiritual ungodly yeah it's only literally you know? beneath you yeah that's it so i don't blame if somebody gets this thought like oh she yeah. talking about shit and talking about spirituality yeah try to kill my father bitch so i'm like yeah i mean 
mean i don't blame you you don't like your morning alone time yeah can't help you're it. disconnected from reality yeah but for me it is a form of rejuvenation it it is a form of connection also for me again it's a very subjective no it's as, it's for me too yeah because even it, though i don't spend a lot of time which is i mean i just can't understand like it is like you finally figured out what brings you into the zen mode mm. and then you're like i don't want to spend too much time there no let me get out of it right i just don't get that it's like you we fight for that all our life we are searching for that how do i go to the zen mode mm. and there's a hack you do day in day out yeah and you don't want to embrace it because there are some biological problems or you're afraid of whatever whatever yeah whatever. i mean if you sit too long your butthole hangs out all mm. well well and good like i mean i don't know but i don't have that problem still and i've still. spent a decent amount of time <laughs> and if it even comes now i don't even care i'm at that stage where like right. doesn't make a huge difference for me <laughs> right but you know what i mean right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, it is just that you go in there it is really really transparent yeah you're not ashamed of being naked mm. you're not ashamed of being vulnerable there is no shame at all yeah there's no shame at all and which is a great place to be mentally mm. you know when you don't feel the need or baggage or pressure mm. of being presentable or being in a certain way etc yeah. etc it's so amazing when all of that is taken off from you mm. then you're a different person altogether i think just to very quickly answer the question of why am i not as addicted to the bathroom as you are probably the only difference i can see in both of our situation is outside of the bathroom for you mm. currently you don't have absolute privacy for me though outside of the bathroom in my current situation i still do have absolute privacy yeah mm. so that is the only difference i see yeah And i mean yeah. that is the reason why it I'm might not be as it might be true actually i don't get to enjoy the hangover of the thoughts mm. the moment a step out and you're seeing it's all kinds world. of yeah it, it's is a world that you made for yourself basically yeah, yeah. which is never good yeah. right step out of the house bathroom and suddenly you go and like you look at the tv and like ah i have to recharge netflix Tasks, or to do's yeah. yeah and then like if you ask me a house is just postits of to do's right you look at you look at the dining table or you go and look into the fridge everything and like, oh, reminds you of of, of one thing yeah, or the other some yeah some activity right yeah. and even small things like the moment you step out look at your bedroom and like in on the bed you have some clothes which have just been washed and like oh i have to give it for ironing mm. and then you go f- a little further and then you look at something else and you're like oh i forgot to there is there is procrastination there there yeah, is yeah. there is deadlines yeah. there are all these kind of things which really bog you down yeah right? and weirdly enough i just want to state that even though i said just now that outside of the bathroom i still have absolute privacy Mm. still for me when i step out of the bathroom the ideas don't flow in as they do when i was inside you know because so you might be seeing a workstation you might be seeing yeah. yeah you might be seeing a cup that you had a coffee off and then you're like how to put it into sink so it's not just about privacy yeah it's a lot of things i i think it's an amalgamation of the nonsense that we kind of put ourselves in mm. uh knowingly or unknowingly sometimes it's it's an obligation sometimes it's your own accountable action mm. the reality is that once you go beyond a certain stage like as an adult mm. then it's imperative that right. you start getting involved into a system yeah the only back door or the blind spot in the system is the bathroom yeah because in a bathroom nobody is coming in yeah nobody is like nobody can bring you out right nobody can push you in maybe they can but that's for a bath or maybe but but you get what i'm saying like yeah, yeah. it's so, the only thing that is disconnected from the matrix so to speak yeah it's yeah. the only thing that has its own is the blind 
it's domain. a perfect blind spot yeah even for ourselves and if you look at like what's actually happening you know when we go into the loo and we sit on our throne what is happening there from my observation is first i think it has something to do with that geographical area itself and you know typically our bathrooms they are not really spacious you know like our bedrooms or our living rooms or anything like that yeah they're quite small compared to everything so typically when we go in we have a very clear conscious awareness of the boundaries around us yeah and we can see the scope or the limit of that boundary and we know that we are absolutely alone like maybe even if we step out into a room where it's just us this doesn't have a vulgar ending right no no no, no. okay <laughs> maybe even if we step out into a room where it's just us mm. or into a home that is just us maybe we don't feel as alone there even as much as we do feel in that bathroom i think i have an answer why hold on to that yeah yeah i'll hold on adding to that when you sit on the loo the physical action of detoxification itself i'm guessing definitely releases some endorphins some dopamine because mm-hmm. there needs to be a reward system for you to take a shit right evolutionarily you feel good when you take a shit because that's what's happening yeah okay. you know so at the same time you're feeling absolutely free like you said without any attention on you without any inhibitions yeah. no shame at all and at the same time you are consciously aware of the limits of the surrounding around you mm-hmm. and at the same time you are physically detoxifying like your body like literally literally your yeah. body and your biochemicals are detoxifying yeah. and releasing endorphins and releasing dopamine into your body mm-hmm. all of this is becoming like a concoction and now it seems to be combining into this effect that we have okay i'll take the second part of your statement mm-hmm. which is like for the whole concept of your detoxing Mm. and you know etc 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 so it's a very for me it is like pretty straightforward literally you're throwing out toxins mm. out of your body mm. so anything which has lesser toxin is more efficient in functioning yeah right so that's as simple math as it i don't go deeper than that the first part where you said that even though you're alone in a room uh, maybe a bedroom or the house dining room wherever it is it's still not the same as being alone in a bathroom or mm. being in the bathroom i have a reason for that why that is the case why there is such stark differentiation between the privacy of a bathroom or the nature of the privacy of bathroom mm-hmm. is so different from the nature of privacy of your bedroom and all mm-hmm. is because bathrooms don't have memories you know Ooh. bathrooms don't have any trigger points you don't leave back memories in a bathroom you don't create memories in a bathroom you go to a bathroom with a single point agenda you are absolutely clear why you want to be there and you get out mm. when you are alone in a bedroom a bedroom has memories true a hall has memories a kitchen has memories mm-hmm. so if you look at a house everything is basically a setup of memories say the longer you stayed in the house yeah the you bigger accumulate the library, stuff right? yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. and not just that even as like as nostalgia yeah yeah you know oh as a kid you know this is where i used to sit on the cylinder and eat what my mom used to cook or look at what my mom used to do right oh so this is a bathroom good so what did you do here like ah, oh, actually nothing just go there shit come yeah. on so the moment i think that plays a huge role in our baggage also mm. a bathroom doesn't have memories every place else in the house has memories and that is why the difference of privacy and when you even if you're alone in the house it's all the more in effect mm. you know all these memories start activating much faster if mm. you're alone in the house yeah yeah but in a bathroom there is no activation mm. there is no trigger point mm-hmm. what is the trigger point the shampoo is getting over no pretty right. much that's the only thing that there could be nothing even that how many times
times do you realize that your shampoo is over after like in the middle of your bath yeah yeah that's because you don't give a shit about whether the shampoo is full or not yeah you you're only giving a shit about taking a shit taking a shot it's a, taking a shit it's a yeah it's taking a shit or taking a shower or whatever it is right mm. it is a very very unidimensional place mm. mentally for you which is why i think it starts opening up doors inside your head where you otherwise have not even bothered to knock these are doors you've never bothered to knock mm. because memories have been coming in middle yeah you know? i mean i even how cool is that theory no it makes sense uh, definitely about familiar spaces having memories or having trigger points for yeah. sure and i even have another reference of you know taking a dump alone in my bathroom or taking a dump alone out in the wild mm. you know by a mountain or something whenever i went hiking or something and i had to do it you had to do it you had to do it there's no one around but the fact that you're not consciously aware of the limits mm. around you like the boundaries and it's all wide open mm. now your reptilian brain kind of kicks in your survival instinct yeah. like always looking behind you on the alert yeah alert, over yeah. your shoulder you're kind yeah. of shitting in an alert uh, state of mind yeah. so it's still it feels free but it doesn't feel private so even there you know ideas don't kick in or that yeah. same thought process does not yeah. kick in because you're always under a kind of stress like being alert is basically a softer version of being stressed right in a bathroom you're not stressed i've never felt stressed in a bathroom in fact you go to the bathroom if you're stressed just to de-stress how many times have you gone to your washroom office washroom or whatever just to like vent it out oh i was just going to talk about mm-hmm. a social phenomena that are happening today it's not just us it's like like so many people they go to the bathroom to de-stress yeah yeah and even more so at the workplace exactly which i totally understand because the workplace bathroom for me is slightly different in terms of dynamic is when you go to the workplace bathroom and you lock yourself in the in those cubicle the biggest relief is that you stop acting yeah you stop playing that character that you're the, playing yeah the there is no role play there's no role play anymore you take a pause yeah like scene break so that is the biggest relief yeah at home not so much that aspect is not there i mean for me It's a yeah it's a different trigger it's a though. different thing yeah but the one common thing about what i at least find myself doing every time i sit just i sit on the pot as an automatic reflex action i start stretching relax. my neck i start turning my head around as if to stretch and relax and yeah. unwind it just automatically happens you know your body behaves differently yeah you know how you're sitting in a chair in the office mm-hmm. and not even in an office i'll give you even at home yeah like you're sitting and you know throwing your head back and watching tv or something mm-hmm. suddenly your father or your uncle or somebody passes by you may not really react but your body kind of gets alert yeah like, okay there is going to be a conversation now and i don't know what it is yeah so i'll be prepared for what it might be and you just go into that subtle alert mode mm-hmm. subconsciously mm. that is enough to like put your body into like you'll forget what you're watching mm. for a brief moment yeah, yeah, you know yeah. all that yeah i think all that plays a part you know in office obviously there's a lot more you know it's a much more higher stress place mm. and i'm not talking stress in a bad way but mm. you know it's about your role play your persona what kind of image you have portrayed to your colleagues and your bosses blah 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 exactly so all that is subtle baggage for you right mm. so when you go to the loo even in your and thanks to the offices nowadays the oh, bathrooms yeah. are fucking brilliant oh yeah oh sweet or they smell good <laughs> they're constantly dry you don't have to worry about they they're not like school bathrooms like twice or thrice a day <laughs> yeah. or something yeah twice or thrice they're like done every two two hours a day i guess yeah. they're not like school bathrooms at least right yeah but all that baggage is dropped 
Yeah. And the moment I step out of the cubicle even to wash my hands it just comes I look in the mirror in. Yeah. and I'm like this was not the guy who was in there. Yeah. Like the face is stern, there's no smile, there is no like you know the eyes are like alert. Mm. Like, you can make out right yeah. like if you know yourself well and you're like just trying to be very professional in washing your hands mm. right you're not like you just not like blub 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like oh i hope everybody likes me washing my hands <laughs> okay i'm going yeah. to now dry my hands very professionally yeah. and then you know do all that whole yeah. nine yards but it's a critical point about the baggage you know like we were ta- we were just discussing about there is something about the geographical area hmm. of the bathroom itself hmm. which seems to have its own uh, metaphysical rules is the eighth dimension is the eighth <laughs> dimension of how it works and i find that there is the similarity to uh, when you travel right like suppose when you're going on a trip mm-hmm. uh, what i found in my case is if i am starting off from hyderabad as soon as i find myself crossing the city limits mm-hmm. and now i'm completely out of the place that i was boxed in mm-hmm. i find literally that whatever thoughts memories plans you know whatever trigger points whatever references that i had about things going on around me just melting off you know they just melt off and then i'm completely i've forgotten all of that bullshit and i think that's the reason why people travel nowadays but what i found is as soon as i cross the city limits everything related to that city and my life there is just melts off and now i'm find myself more free more open in a better mood mm-hmm. and i'm looking at everything i'm taking everything in you know new people new experiences all that stuff okay. in the bathroom it is exactly the same as soon as i step in yeah and you sit on the pot everything's melted off but there's no taking in new experience nothing it's just melted off it but- is just void but bogus you are unlocking parts of your brain which you otherwise did not without yeah. any stimulus yeah it's ignorance which is making you travel it is wisdom which is making you shit <laughs> Okay. <laughs> If you are smart about it, I mean think about it. Like you go to the bathroom, you have the same experience. I agree you might not like, you know, get experiences of new cultures, new yeah. people, yeah. blah blah blah. But my take of mm. travel is the ideas you get are reactive in nature. Yep. Because you see something, you reflect on it and like, "Oh, this is a good idea." Yep. Or you hear somebody tell a story and you think about it and like, "Oh, that seems like a good story." Yeah. But when you're in your bathroom on the pot, mm. they are proactive ideas. You're they don't come with any stimulus. They don't get triggered because of a uh, because oh, I saw a bug on the wall. I got an idea now. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's just like it's coming out of nowhere. It's you're so pure. You're channeling a completely a different source. Yeah. Yeah, it's so pure. It's just our foolishness that we don't tap in it. Mm. But if you figure out how to tap your brain, mm. you know, on the pot, it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, because I don't think that you ever channel that same source anywhere else. Like you said, when you're traveling, it's all reactive stuff that's yeah. happening. And if the objective was just to get inspired and just to get original ideas, yeah, rather than spend all that money and travel somewhere, it's and much stress better. and stress. Planning is stress. Yeah. Pack Packing is stress. Like yeah. Unpacking is stress. Everything is like stressful act. Yeah. The only good part is <laughs> basically when you know you're not driving the car and you're like sitting in the back seat mm. and like wow, so awesome trip, Gabra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not a big guy on wanderlust mm. or you know the whole travel thing. I'm not against travel mm. once again, but the people who say that I'm traveling because I need a break, mm. I'm traveling because because I want to de-stress or yeah. you know all that. I feel just feel that dude. you just got addicted to traveling that's the whole thing you like the whole act of mm. going across to different places mm. blah 
blah blah blah but i can give you 10000 other ways of getting the same experience without even moving an inch it's possible that that's the case the addiction that you mentioned yeah. but which is why i was asking you mm-hmm. previously like, how come you didn't get addicted to going like spending time on the loo after like realizing if say if you're a guy who like i just go to the loo take a dump and that's about it but you are one of those guys who also gets those ideas yeah. like who gets to tap on to channels which you otherwise wouldn't have yeah. tapped yeah which is why i'm curious like you got addicted to traveling per se yeah. I, i can say that you are addicted to traveling right like you, to some you feel restless when you don't travel for yeah, like to some extent and i do feel like it is a break i do feel like it is a de-stressor yeah. but it's not like the bathroom you know it's not yeah. the same thing and it's going to a very strange place now because the reason why i'm still not addicted to the bathroom i feel is because of how easily that inspiration just flows through you know it's not it's not like i'm going with an intention to get inspired i'm not going in, into it with an intention to get ideas hmm. but even when i'm not intending that you know you still get it just flows through and yeah. it's so original at times it is so inventive and i'm sure that it is not my you know creativity or anything because it just drops yeah. like bird shit you know like we said Third. You know, in our inspiration uh, episode <laughs> yeah it just drops like bird yeah. shit the whole package and i'm yeah. caught off guard it's like where did this come yeah. from because when i step out and like i told you right when i step out i still have my privacy but i find myself in situations where i'm looking at a blank screen or a blank piece of paper yeah. and i'm trying to come up with an idea yeah it just doesn't come it doesn't work yeah it just doesn't so yeah. i have the full intention but it doesn't work yeah. but the bathroom i go in even though i'm spending very little time there yeah. as soon as i sit on the shit part it just starts flowing through yeah. so i guess i never felt addicted because of how freely it comes which is where i want to take it to now it's like because you mentioned a very important thing which is the body's reactivity or the body's sensitivity hmm. like you gave the example of what if you're just sitting on your couch and you're watching tv hmm. and somebody walks past yeah. and even before you you know with your mind you react to it or whatever your body has already reacted to it yeah so your body has a different kind of intelligence of its own so it's like muscle memory so why is this process of inspiration or why is this process of getting ideas so delicate you know that even a very small thing can just disrupt the whole process and the only way we can get it is when we go to take a shit mm. you know what is it about the process of getting ideas and inspiration that it is so delicate maybe trying too hard that, off, that is on top of my head yeah any voluntary action has a default expectation mm. you know so if if say i right now i like okay bogus tell me a joke balls right yeah because there is an expectation mm. and you define the value of that expectation mm. like it becomes a tangible metric mm. that my joke will be so good mm. unfortunately these are intangible what is a good joke it's an intangible yeah. it it only can be known after you see how many people laugh mm. and that value changes every single time it is a joke man that just took me back to a horror situation where i tried applying for a sales job as my first job uh-huh. way back and this lady sell me a watch sell me this pen yeah, and i was me. like oh <laughs> this pen yeah it's so good <laughs> <laughs> I was god it was so hard it's just a smooth and sexy <laughs> i couldn't even get out the words dude. yeah yeah i was shocked like literally that is your process for evaluating and it kind of made sense but yeah. she put me on the spot and said sell me this pen yeah it's like tell me a joke kind of thing yeah. you know like that expectation kind of thing that right. itself made it so hard yeah which is what i think our whole life is mm. every time we go about trying to do something mm. we have an expectation we can't stop from which is why again a lot of people keep saying that don't have expectations on your hard work just keep doing it and don't think about the result 
So it is stress. Anything where your body is being pushed to do something is stress. And we have devised infinite ways of putting our body into stress. Mm. What is interesting for me is what is the nature of stress? Right. In the sense like is stress adopted? Is stress created? Does stress work like energy? It's neither created nor dis- destroyed, but it transforms from one shape to another, one form to another. Mm-hmm. Is, does it behave like that? Mm. And there's a long list of questions, actually. Is stress time-related? Right. Because, you know, a big interview is coming. Mm. Your appraisal is coming. Mm. It's only till the point of your appraisal that your body is just like... Stressed about the future. Yeah, it's, it's just... And then the moment you bypass that point of appraisal form, whether it goes well or bad is secondary for you suddenly. Mm. Once that act is over, once that event is over, you're like, fuck it. Now whatever happens, I don't care. I've done with it. Yeah. yeah. So is stress time-related or event-related? Mm. Which is, I mean, quite literally it is. Mm. One thing that I've realized is stress is never present. Stress is either past, I made a bad investment, I don't know how it will bite me back, mm. or it is in the future. Yeah. You know, the actual root cause of the stress is never in the present, mm. which is a very funny thing. Yeah. And still it impacts, like it dis- like you said, it disrupts your whole your physiology of the current time, the present time. Yeah, it makes me think, you know, to add on to what you said, is stress time related? It makes me wonder also, especially in the case, because we talked, we started talking about this weird bathroom thing. Shit. We're talking about is, shit, Bogus. Don't shy away from it. No, no, we're not talking about shit. We're talking we are about talking about shitting. The process. The act yeah. of shit. It's just sitting on the pot. It's shitting. That's what we're talking about. Don't be ashamed. Of course not. Everybody poops. But to add to that, I was also wondering, is stress related to space? You know, not just time, not just matter, which is collection of things in your home, which are triggering memories, etc. That could come into uh, matter. Mm -hmm. But it's also probably related to space because I was always racking my head what is happening on the shit pot that the doors in my mind or my brain are open, allowing all kinds of inspiration and ideas to flow through. And what is happening when I step out that somehow all these doors are clogged and they're blocked and, you Mm. know, the ideas can't flow. It's replaced by stress so is it also related to space like that geographical location the bathroom i think stress doesn't like bad odor (laughs) 
any place which doesn't smell good stress doesn't go there right. you know <laughs> like <laughs> stress behaves like some weird alien body I this is a, a breakthrough thai gap subscribe is like just stink if you don't want <laughs> You know, I can prove it. Like, have you seen guys who don't take baths who are like clumsy? They you know, never stressed about shit. Yeah, they never gamers, for example. Yeah. They never stressed. They're they like fucking yeah. in in the zone, bro. Yeah. So maybe you know, maybe. you know, people just didn't put their head there. But mm-hmm. maybe stress is not so not just related to time or yeah. space or matter, <laughs> but also smell. smell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the wow. the more smelly you are, yeah. bad smelly, yeah. uh, the less stress you will attract. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, so yeah in I that sense <laughs> but it's all making sense yeah yeah we always make sense bogus mm. uh, it's unfortunately you don't realize that but mm. stress yes it is it related to space it's an interesting question i won't deny that but i do make a connection of stress to memories which brings me to think that stress can be localized you know yeah because like like you said right like the moment you realize that you've moved out of the city you're less stressed mm. you suddenly are free you suddenly feel lighter or the more disconnected you are to the reality mm. the less stress you have yeah Yeah. You know, when you're high, when you're intoxicated, mm-hmm. you're not stressed. You lose. Yeah. I think the other hack would be to be disconnected to reality. Let's stick to the point that you said, like, is stress more related to space? I do agree. In the case of bathrooms, yeah, it seems to prove itself, like, yeah. evidently so. Evidently. The yeah. moment you step into it, like, there's no stress. Yeah, it's stress a whole different. Stress has to wait outside the door. Just imagine, you know, we keep hearing these conspiracy theories about how the pharaohs of Egypt Hmm. used to use the pyramids to channel and communicate to some extra dimensional what was that called astral projection astral projection like yeah. some extra dimensional intelligence yeah then we hear about secret societies even today yeah. who make connection to some you know extra dimensional this thing yeah what if they just figured this out you know what if they figured it out that you got to do it through the bathroom <laughs> all they do is get together and poop yeah <laughs> and then like like projected astrally you just have to tap it can be true yeah it can be true like maybe there's a ritual where they trigger they cause you know circumstances that escalate and uh, amplify you know the bathroom um, channeling <laughs> the bathroom channeling <laughs> yeah, imagine because in bathroom you feel free and uh, you feel private and yeah. all the privacy right yeah so imagine to make that feeling of privacy so much more amplified they all get together on top of a mountain or something there's yeah. a cult there's a cult where if you have to go to the top 1% yeah then you have to perform the act of pooping <laughs> in different stressful scenarios yeah i mean it's okay. like it's like the first stage you don't shit for a week <laughs> <laughs> and you all shit it all at once yeah, yeah and yeah. then like the dopamine i mean like i don't know the mental energy like accumulates and then gives you powers yeah it's like uh, you know the ritual is like they all get together they wear robes obviously yeah obviously because they they're a cult yeah and uh, you know full and they have the crown also they have the hood yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, full moon night you know wolves howling in the distance obviously it has to and, be dramatic yeah and uh, they have a bonfire and stuff yeah and huge huge bonfire 10 feet bonfire and you know there's like a feast yeah and everybody's you know, eating everybody's eating normally yeah but the one guy who's supposed to make contact you know who's supposed to do the channel is being overfed he's being overfed <laughs> like stuffed throughout the day <laughs> and then ultimately they give him some uh, you know tablets like loose motion tablets or laxatives or something like that they don't 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 spoil it it has to be natural oh okay yeah right so what they oh, do oh yeah chemicals like tablets have yeah all these bio, yeah, yeah they have a chemical reaction yeah, right? yeah yeah 
So what they'll do is they'll seal his ass off. Okay? And then they'll throw the key into the valley. Okay. Now this guy after eating the whole day, right. he has to go down the valley mm. from the mountain and then search for that key ah. to unlock the seal on his ass. Okay. And then if he can prove that it is the right key and is not cheated or mm. blah, 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 then he'll get access to that one humongous bathroom. Yeah. Right? With all these ancient scriptures <laughs> written on the wall but, but, yeah, for him to read and all. Just before that, you know, when he finds the key mm. and he's like, oh, thank God I can finally go yeah. take a dump. They're like, no, 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 no. No, it's not done yet. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's going to be tough. It's a top tier. Yeah, they all get together around, around the bonfire and yeah. he's in the center. Yeah. And now they tell him, you have to disrobe and you have to get naked in front of us. I don't know why you're making it vulgar. No, it's not I vulgar. thought. I thought, he, here, I, have this last glass of Jaljeera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is the prize, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not vulgar Make at all. Make it easy. Just uh-huh. hear me out. Okay. Okay. They tell him you have to get naked in front of us. Mm. And he's like, oh, why? What? Mm. And obviously it's embarrassing, right? Yeah. So they make him do it. Huh. And now he's extremely embarrassed. It's the opposite of privacy. Yeah. And then he'll say, now you've graduated. Now yeah. you can channel. So they give him the glass okay. of Jaljeera. Okay. And then they push him into the <laughs> bathroom. And as soon as he goes into the bathroom, <laughs> just the contrast of embarrassment and to absolute privacy lose motion to absolute <laughs> privacy and freedom, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, there's a glow. Like, as soon as he shits on the uh, sits on the shit pot, yeah. there's just a glow. He like has a halo. Is, like there is a laser beam that shoots out of the roof of the bathroom. Oh yeah, like into the sky. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then in, in a distant universe across, mm. some guy like we are getting a visitor. <laughs> we have been waiting for you. <laughs> We've seen you closely every single time. <laughs> yeah, and that is how they make contact. Yeah. Or more like a fight club scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a cult. The mm-hmm. cult is common. Mm-hmm. But then there is this establishment. Yeah. And then there is this anti-establishment. Okay. Okay. So this anti-establishment cult mm-hmm. basically has a network of bathrooms. Okay. Spread across. Spread across the globe. Okay. And these guys have infiltrated like the most top secret, what do you call the Pentagons and oh, all of okay. them. Uh, okay. And their only way of communication is they go into the loo. <laughs> and that's where this whole strategization happens of how do we bring down the establishment? Oh. You know? It's a simple thing, but more relevant. This is a movie. This is absolutely a movie. Yeah. I don't know what it is called. Copyright Thigap. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright, IPright, yeah. and trademark. Contact us for royalties or something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's so it's like everybody will come. You know how Fight Club they they meet in the cellar or yeah. like in in a go down or some mm. shit like that. So it's the same. Like nobody knows anybody's face in this cult, mm. but everybody can recognize by the drop of turd, mm. like the different sounds they make. So they get like, "Hey Jack," <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> like, "Hi Martin." <laughs> <laughs> so they, they sit in the cubicles and the codes are always like you know which cubicle who will come in which cubicle and all that right right so that nobody can track and also mm-hmm. why this is like the most foolproof system mm-hmm. is because there are no cameras in the bathroom oh yeah of course super there's no super, recording devices no recording device nothing happens so and these are high tech loose right they're yeah, not yeah, like normal yeah. loose you yeah. switch a button guns and all come out of out of the toilet and yeah the first rule of the shit pot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to not talk about the shit part. Yeah. Wow, we have a summer blockbuster on for, our hands. For ages to come. Yeah. This is cult. 
this is going to be a cult it's movie. a trilogy it's a trilogy first one happens back in the 1700s yeah. where the mountain thing happens yeah 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 the second one happens during the world war obviously something of, has to happen during the world of war of course right yeah. i mean the nazis there, yeah. there are two wars that happen and you mm. can't like miss them so the second part will be during the world war of mm. uh how the message was passed through the loose blah 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 whatever 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 the nazis have built bathrooms in antarctica yeah yeah, yeah. and they're studying shit they went deep <laughs> Uh, uh, and then obviously the modern times is yeah. how you know it's this like future like sci-fi v- yeah it's like v for vandata kind of thing mm. it's like s for shit pot <laughs> but interesting turn of events it all started with a very simple conversation of why the hell are we getting ideas only in the bathroom yeah and, and why, why do we feel so good only in the bathroom and my question was how come we are not addicted of spending time in the bathroom yet bogus and yeah. from there we made it spiritual we made it scientific mm. we made it medical and ultimately we made it a movie i think of all the episodes we have done bro this episode should finally prove to people that you never know what you're going to get from thaiga from a thaiga podcast absolutely. episode absolutely which is why you all need to subscribe and share and share guys thaiga podcast just share take a dump hey thanks for listening you can follow this podcast on spotify to get notified of new episodes every thursday we're also on apple podcast for those of you who have partaken in the forbidden fruit if you liked what you heard leave us a five star rating and a comment say anything like the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog a rating and a comment really helps us out it's free and i'm told that's a great price but enough about us huh tell us about yourself leave us a comment our twitter is @thigap and we are _thigap on instagram